You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with Anthony DeComo as we continue to get you ready for the 2017 Mets season by taking you around the Mets roster. A week ago, we handled the corner infield. This week, we move up the middle, shortstop and second base, um, and, and this Familiar guys there that that came over a year ago and were such a big part of the Mets in 2016. That's Asdrubal Cabrera at short and Neil Walker at second, and they're both back for another go-around. As far as Walker goes, Anthony, obviously he accepts the qualifying offer, um, so he'll be well-paid in 2017. But I think the Mets were, while they would have gone for the pick that they would have gotten if, if Walker had decided to leave, it's nice to know you have that guy at second base that veteran guy who really had one of his best years as a professional with the Mets in 2016 until he got hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think um, Sandy Elvison gets criticized sometimes for uh, looking more at uh, certain individual aspects of a player and ignoring other things. But Neil Walker is a guy uh, who Sandy Elvison has really credited vocally for being uh, for his intangibles, for being a clubhouse leader, for being a guy that the Mets – could rely on, and really before he got hurt, uh, the Mets and Neil Walker were both talking about mutual interest in doing a long-term contract extension, which uh, you know would have been a nice thing for both sides to have. Now, the injury interfered, and that didn't take place, but I think the fact that Neil Walker did accept the qualifying offer um, really is telling in that he wanted to be back. Uh, certainly the Mets wanted him back and liked the idea of having him back on a one-year deal, uh, even if it is a, a bit of an expensive one at 172 million dollars um this is a guy who did a lot of nice things for the mets while he was here uh certainly his april was one of the best months of neil walker's career uh he helped carry the mets for a lot of that month he hit nine home runs he hit over 300 i believe excuse me and and was just a real rock solid player for the mets um now he's going to be back and like so many players that we've talked about on this podcast yes there are questions surrounding neil walker um he had back surgery Uh, that's not an easy thing to come back from. A lot of players struggle to come back from it. A lot of players come back from it and, and are just fine. The Mets certainly hope that Neil Walker will be in that camp. Um, I, you know, I think one of the things you're going to have to look at with the Mets and with Neil Walker this year uh, is just giving him a little more rest, giving him a little more off days. When Neil Walker first came over last year, there was talk that while well, he's a switch hitter, uh, had never really been that good in his career against left-handed pitchers. Uh, batting from the right side, and there was talk that you know maybe he would be kind of a platoon guy at second base. Well, Milwaukee wound up having a great early season against left-handed pitchers, hit them uh, about as well, if not better, than he did right-handed pitchers, and those off days never really materialized. Well, Milwaukee's a year older now. Uh, he's got those back problems. I think the Mets and Terry Collins need to be a little more vigilant in giving him a little bit of off time. Uh, they have Wilmer Flores back there as a potential platoon partner to do that. They have T.J. Rivera, who did a very nice job for the Mets down the stretch in September. And I think the Mets kind of need to rely on those resources just a little bit more in making sure that Neil Walker is healthy and stays on the field because he's as integral a part of this offense as as just about anyone. You mentioned T.J. Rivera. How does he fit into this roster? Um, Is he a lock to make this team on on opening day? Is he going to have to battle for a spot in spring training? That's a great question. I think T.J. Rivera would love the answer to that one. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think he's a lock, uh, and maybe that's a little bit unfair because he was super productive last year. Um, certainly has nothing left to prove uh, in the minor leagues after the season that he had at AAA last year. Um, 
you know, the batting title, uh, the Pacific Coast League batting title, and all that. But the Mets have Neil Walker and Estrubal Cabrera, who are entrenched in the middle infield. They've got Jose Reyes as, as a backup. They've got Wilmer Flores as a backup. Um, so there's not a ton of room there when you're looking uh, at spots for T.J. Rivera. I think ultimately he's probably, barring injury, going to have to start out again back in the minors. But you know, as we've seen so many times, uh, there are so many injury questions with this team. The odds of getting through a full summer with everyone healthy or even close to it are slim to none. So uh, I do think T.J. Rivera will play an important role for the Mets before all is said and done. It just might not happen on opening day. All right, and then over at shortstop, Asdrubal Cabrera had some huge hits for the Mets in 2016, was a steady force there at short. Um, he's getting older. Uh, is he a similar position where you got to make sure you can work those days off in, and Terry Collins is really going to have have to juggle this lineup as a whole, I guess, with the amount of infielders that need days off. Yeah, absolutely, and that, that's where Jose Reyes becomes so important. That's where Wilmer Flores becomes so important uh, because there are guys at every infield position that need days off. Now, in Estrubal Cabrera's case, uh, I don't think he receives quite enough credit for what he did down the stretch last year. Uh, he was one of the Mets' most important players. He was one of the most, Mets' most impactful players, and he was doing it all despite this knee injury. Uh, that really affected him since April and got worse as the season went on and on and on. Um, he had one of the Mets' biggest hits of the season, that walk-off home run. And again, the knee injury was affecting him all the while. So uh, while the Mets were in a pennant race and they really didn't give his dribble Cabrera as many days off last year as he probably deserved and as he probably needed, um, he's another guy that they have to be vigilant about and they have to maybe be proactive about. And Terry Collins saying, look, I know you want to play, but I'm going to sit you down tonight, and I'm going to play Jose Reyes instead um, just to make sure you get him off those legs, you get him off that knee, which never required surgery, but certainly affected him to a great extent. Um, add in the fact that the Shrubal Cabrera is going to play in the World Baseball Classic, um, you know, that's another few weeks of live game action that uh, he will be uh, in for. So, yeah, it's ultra important because, again, this is another, if, you know, we talk about how important Neil Walker was. Uh, Isdrubal Cabrera was probably even more so to the Mets last year. Um, a guy that I think his signing confused a lot of people last December. Uh, I, I don't think uh, the Mets necessarily on paper needed him. And then all of a sudden he comes in and he becomes another guy who was a clubhouse leader, uh, who was an offensive leader, who really picked things up around midseason and became uh, one of the most productive shortstops in the league. And the Mets probably would not have made the playoffs without him. So, He's an ultra-important guy. Um, I believe he had 23 home runs last year, and if he can again approach that 20-home run mark, um, that's the type of production you don't necessarily see all the time from shortstops around the league anymore. Uh, the Mets need him to be healthy. They need him to be out there every day, and uh, they need him again to be that two-hole hitter that he was so good at last year in 2016. When you look to the future as far as this Mets team goes, and we have these all-aging infielders, uh, Ahmed Rosario is currently ranked number 11 in baseball as far as MLBPipeline.com's top 100, and he'll likely make his way into the top 10 when those new rankings come out in the next couple of weeks. Double um, A in 2016. Is there any chance he finds his way up to the big leagues in 2017? Maybe even if it's just September, or are they going to take their time with Rosario and let him spend quality time at each level? Yeah, it's certainly possible he's a September call-up. I don't envision him playing a significant role for the 2017 Mets, and, and that's more a testament to this guy's potential than anything else. Uh, like you said, he'll almost certainly be a top-ten prospect 
when this year's lists come out. He might even be top five. Um, he's got that kind of potential. Um, he's the type of prospect the Mets really haven't seen uh, on the position player side in a long, long time. Um, great bat, great glove. If he can develop a little more power, uh, he could really become one of those exciting young prospects like we see around baseball um, for other teams, whether it's Carlos Correa or uh, Francisco Lindor or any of those uh, prospects who are really coming into their own in the big leagues. Uh, Rosario has that kind of talent. Um, he's got that kind of makeup. The Mets love this kid. They love what he's all about. They think he can be a real superstar. So um, they're not going to rush him, certainly. Uh, he's been one of the youngest players at every minor league level he's been at along the ladder. Um, that's going to continue this year in AAA. And if it means we don't see him until 2018, so be it. Uh, I think the Mets are, are more focused on Ahmed Rosario's development and making sure he has every opportunity to become the player that he has the potential to be, um, because this is the type of guy you're talking about. You know, an aging infield. Well, he could be that infusion of youth, but not only that, he could be one of the best players on the New York Mets for uh, the next decade or so. So Ahmed Rosario, the future of the New York Mets infield, but probably not in 2017, but they have a veteran middle infield heading into 2017. Astrupal Cabrera and Neil Walker hopefully will play most of the season and be a big part of this team's playoff push in 2017. That's it for us here on MLB.com Extras, our Mets edition. For Anthony DeComo, I'm Tim McMaster. Next week, we cover the Mets bullpen. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device blackout and other restrictions apply visit mlb.tv for details